Welcome to the Triple F Podcast, where we're focused on fashion, fitness, and of course food. This podcast is all about bringing these three parts of your life together to help you get the most out of your passions. We're here to help you look your best, feel great, and also indulge in some maybe not-so-hidden temptations. We are by no means experts in any of these fields, but we do hope to bring to the show people who know what they're talking about and help you with some of these aspects of your life. You live life only once, so why not live a life worth living? With that said, welcome to Monday Munchies, Episode 9. As we talked about last week on Strange Food Chicago Fest special Monday Munchies episode, we're actually pushing the usual Monday Munchies episode to this week. So let's get right into it. On these episodes, you will personally be sitting shotgun on my adventures of exploring restaurants in the past few weeks, specifically September, because of what we just kind of were chatting about, the Strange Food Chicago Fest special edition episode last week. Albeit, I'm not a certified food critic, but I do love to eat, and some would say that I do have a certain set of skills. To be honest, I'm not really sure what those are, nor do I consider myself a, air quotes, yelper, like the majority of residents in South Park, Colorado. But I do love trying new restaurants and food, so enjoy. Our first stop is Sichuan Cuisine in the heart of Chinatown. I went in here with my friend Milk. Yeah, her name is Milk. Let me tell you all about this uh, restaurant, though. It was uh, as far into Chinatown as you could possibly go. I actually thought we were going to be walking out the back of it by the time we got there in the old Chinatown. But Sichuan Cuisine is a cornerstone in the Chicago community and has been recognized for its outstanding Chinese culture, excellent service, and friendly staff. Their Chinese restaurant is known for its modern interpretation of classic dishes and its insistence on only using high-quality, fresh ingredients. This eatery is dispensing traditional Sichuan dishes in a contemporary space with dramatic chandeliers. And yes, as you might as well expect, I was the only Caucasian in the entire restaurant. (laughs) We went here about 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon and, uh, you know... It was quite endearing, to say the least. I mean, I, I'm studying Mandarin, so it's not, not too out of the realm for me, but uh, it was definitely quite fun to have everyone staring at us. Anyways, so as usual, with uh, Chinese dishes, you get uh, a couple dishes for the, the table to share. So we decided to go with the pickled vegetables with fish, since I absolutely love eating fish at Chinese restaurants, sautéed string beans, and some walnut shrimp. So it's a great mix of deep-fried food, Spicy, savory, etc. Just absolutely phenomenal. Had a fantastic time. Great conversation. Great food. Definitely be going back. I love spicy food. I love other Sichuan food. This felt so authentic to me. Not that I have like any really margin of determining that, but I really did enjoy the food that they presented to us. Next is Zenwich. For them, you just say goodbye to boring brown bag lunches. Forget expensive eateries. Instead, find yourself at their fresh, friendly sandwich shop. Every day, their team creates unique, made-to-order Asian fusion delicacies 
that can be customized to your individual palette. Easier on your taste buds and easier in your wallet, Zemwich is a perfect place for the casual gourmet who appreciates original and unexpected flavor combinations applied to your everyday favorites. The best part about this one is they have gluten-free and vegan-free options for lunch menus. How I decided to go here was with a buddy of mine, Mitch. Uh, we needed to get to get together in somewhere near West Loopside to discuss a networking event that we were putting together. And since he's a Chicago native, I'm kind of new to the West Loop area. I asked him if he had any recommendations on places to quick grab a bite, uh, so we could chat at lunch, and then discuss some business. He said one of his favorite restaurants is Zenwich, so I just took his word on it, went there, and was completely blown away. Fantastic little lunch spot, not too busy, which is perfect for me, so we can grab a table and have some time to set aside, but it was just great. I ended up going with the spicy garlic shrimp sandwich. This had crispy shrimp, baby arugula, cilantro with homemade sweet and spicy aioli, and topped with a garlic crunch. It was just great. It's quick, easy, in and out. If you have like a half hour for lunch, highly recommend it. Uh, definitely be going back on a regular basis since it's a few blocks from my office. Hopping away from the Asian-style food I've been eating all month, we went over to uh, El Barco Mariscoto. Uh, it is Mexicano Restaurante. My Spanish is pretty terrible, I know. <laughs> but El Barco is a unique Mexican restaurant in Chicago, serving the most delicious seafood available. They are the first restaurant in the area to serve coastal Mexican food, emphasizing the amazing seafood flavors you would find in Acapulco. At El Barco, they believe that the best food should be made with simple, fresh ingredients. You won't find anything fussy here. Their menu highlights the natural flavors of the food, from crab legs and red snapper to steak, chicken, and ceviche. Whether you're looking for a fun, interesting spot for a date night, or you just want a family-style restaurant, El Barco is the perfect option. They are a unique neighborhood spot serving fresh, delicious food that you won't find anywhere else. They might not be your typical Mexican restaurant, but they definitely have, boom, 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 drum roll please, margaritas, <laughs> They have a large selection of tequila, and when I say large, I mean very large, so the possibilities are endless. Uh, I actually just had to go here with a couple of my guys from the crew, you know, boys night out, no girls allowed. <laughs> but when we got there, it was just absolutely phenomenal. You look around, it's uh, definitely like awesome little Mexican restaurant, and you see like, people bringing out these whole entire fishes, People eat like king crab legs, just all this seafood. Things that really didn't make sense for me going to a, a general Mexican restaurant. So I was so excited. I'm a big seafood fan and wanted to try something exotic. Just the menu was huge. There was four or five pages of seafood. Couldn't decide what I wanted. So I'm like, hey, I'm here. Might as well try something crazy and wild I'm not really familiar with. Because I'll probably come back again and try something more up my alley normally. Right? So what do I order? I ordered the three ceviche de pupo which is octopus ceviche. Now, I went with the ceviche because it was something I didn't know what it was, so I wanted to try it. An octopus I've had before and really enjoyed. So, here is what happened. Let's back up one second. The definition, according to Wikipedia, of ceviche is a seafood dish popular in the coastal regions of Mexico, Ecuador, Colombia, Chile, and Peru, and other parts of Latin America. This dish is typically made with raw fish, cured in citrus juices, such as lemon or lime, and spice with aji or chili peppers. 
Additional seasonings such as chopped onions, salt, and cilantro may also be added. Ceviche is usually accompanied by side dishes that complement its flavors, such as sweet potato, lettuce, corn, avocado, and plantain. Let me repeat that. Ceviche is usually accompanied by side dishes that are complements such as flavors, which is sweet potatoes, lettuce, corn, avocado, and plantain. Pair with side dishes. When this dish came out, it was in a martini glass and just kind of filled up. I thought it was like the side dish to like what I was bringing. Everyone else has these gigantic plates full of food, like a fish, like all these like fajitas, etc. You know, a couple guys out were going to go eat and have a couple of beers, you know? I have this little thing, a little margarita glass. I'm like, what? what is this? Turns out that's exactly what I ordered. <laughs> so of course, you know, everyone's sitting there like uh, razzing me about how I don't eat and I look like a bird the whole time when I ordered a little like uh, appetizer for an entire meal. <laughs> but whatever. The food was absolutely phenomenal. I definitely, you know, had a little bit more food later on that night, but it was so incredible. Definitely going back. So much good seafood on that menu. Would highly recommend checking out El Barco Marisco in... Now we'll hop over to a little brunch spot I was able to check out with uh, my friend. Uh, we are, you know, there's infinite brunch spots here in Chicago, right? So my way of choosing them is kind of to decide on a neighborhood, and then when you're going with someone, kind of decide on something based on that. Otherwise, we'll have endless possibilities, trying to figure out what time you need to be there, things of that nature. So we decided to uh, get a chance to catch up, and we went to Toast, which is a phenomenal little restaurant here in Bucktown, a few blocks from where I live. A little bit about toast. Jean Roser has essentially cloned her successful Lincoln Park breakfast spot in Bucktown. The breakfast menu offers the same familiar fare as the original location, including lemon poppy seed pancakes, eggs benedict, plain or vegetables, crabs or steak, mm, and gut busters like the French toast orgy. French toast filled with pureed strawberries and macarons. Cheese served with yogurt, granola, fresh fruit, and honey. For lunch, there's a variety of salads, paninis, and sandwiches that range from peanut butter and jelly with a banana to steak and gorgonzola. Both breakfast and lunch are served daily. So coming here, I love seafood, as I just mentioned. I love brunch. I don't eat it that often just because of like schedules and things of that nature. But I looked at the menu for a little while and I saw something that caught my eye. The Krabby Benedict. This is toasted fluffy English muffins topped with two poached eggs, drizzled with lemon truffle hollandaise suave, and served with house potatoes. Sounds right my alley, right? You know, crab, brunch food, sounds phenomenal. And I'm all about trying eggs different way. Just accustomed to doing it sunny side up or just scrambled, so poached eggs sounds great to me. To be honest, when the food came out, looked excited, got excited, took my Instagram picture, whatever, you know, the usual go-to maneuver for brunch food. <laughs> But when I started eating it, I actually didn't like what I was eating for some odd reason. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just think the mix of crab and their lemony truffle hollandaise sauce just didn't like sit well with me and my taste buds. I'm not a huge fan of truffle in the first place, but I wanted to give it a try. And so I'll definitely be coming back here since it's a few blocks from where I live, but I'll be definitely trying some other different foods. And then actually my friend who got something was actually phenomenal. So I highly recommend checking this stuff out. Make sure you definitely want to try something enjoyable when you're there.
Up next on our nice little stop throughout September food for me is City Market in Shorewood, Wisconsin. Yep, right outside Milwaukee. This is their story. I'll give you a quick rundown. In 1995, Jeff Swanson and Julie Hollingsworth teamed up to pursue their first scratch bakery slash cafe venture. After months of looking, they came across a storefront with character and personality in Shorewood. Side note, for you as you don't know, there's quite a few quaint little areas in Milwaukee. Shorewood is one of them. Awesome little downtown area. This is exactly where it sits. Anyways, back to it. This location became home to the very first city market in 1997. The enthusiastic response and support of Metro Milwaukee allowed the cafe to expand in 2000 with the second location in Tosa. Almost 17 years later, there are three city market locations based on the same beliefs that inspired their first store. Then and now, the premises behind the cafes is a philosophy shared by Jeff and Julie. They believe the guests deserved food to be made or to order, fresh pastries and handcrafted breads, along with a cup of locally roasted coffee in a welcoming environment where the community can gather. They knew back in 1997 that using premium ingredients would be distinguished their menu items, and it's still true today. The cafes take great care to bring the freshest products to the table, from Angus burgers to vegetarian offerings. So many fresh pastries, quaint little restaurant. I was so excited when I walked in here. Um, I was up in Milwaukee for uh, some business trips, so I decided to go with a really good friend of mine, take it to the... You know, City Market, actually never been there before, even though I lived in Milwaukee for quite a few years of my life. And I'm so glad we went there on a weekday. It was, went there about 1 o'clock in the afternoon, so I kind of missed the normal rush hour, but it was just absolutely phenomenal. I decided to go with the chicken fajita wrap, because it was uh, actually a gluten-free wrap, and it just looked really phenomenal. I kind of like what they had for their, their sides, and with a mango smoothie. So nice seeing this cafe. Wanted to grab a couple of, like breads to go, but I had uh, a couple things. Wasn't sure what time I'd be home that day. Definitely going to be heading back there. It just seems so fun, so quiet, so easy to sit there and relax. And probably just going to get the best of me with like so many of those pastries sitting there. But definitely looking forward to being back to the city market in Shorewood. Last but not least, we have Asian Bites Tapas. And as you may know from our last episode, this is where I conducted the interview with Strange Foods Chicago to talk about Strange Foods Chicago Fest. So a little bit about Bites Tapas, you will find lovely dishes from countries all over Asia, from Japan to Thailand to China to Vietnam, and so on. They are so perfect for sharing so everybody gets to try everything. Their crafted cocktails are Asian-infused and carefully created to complement their dishes. The best part about them is they have daily specials. Sunday... 3 and $4 half traditional and signature rolls for sushi. Monday, $2 select small plates. Tuesday, $6 ramen. Wednesday, $2 buns. And Thursday, $4 house cocktails. That's interesting. There may be specials on the days I go, Friday and Saturday. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I actually this by interviewed Kang from Strange Food Chicago. So after our meal, we decided, or after our interview, we decided to order some food, right? So we were at some fun little restaurant. Might as well go all out. We ended up eating some quail, which is phenomenal. Uh, some shrimp uh, was on mint leaves. It was like it was raw, just absolutely fantastic. And escargot. And then we also split this like Okinawa Japanese omelet. So much food, so tasty. It was just absolutely phenomenal. But when you're there, you gotta go all out and definitely try it. I'm definitely be coming back here. Probably be a regular attendee at some of their 
uh, dinners for sure on Friday or Saturday night. Just absolutely love it. So, Strange Food Chicago Fest is our sponsor for this week. So excited about doing that. I actually will be emceeing the event. Um, to a quick reminder what it's all about, Chicago's first festival is celebrating those stranger, quote-unquote, things on the menu around the Windy City. Guests will have the chance to sample out of the ordinary fare from over a dozen small local restaurants while sipping drinks provided by local brewers and distillers. There will be rotating ethnic dance troops with Keep the Energy High and other entertainment will be added as the date gets closer. So here's the breakdown. First hour, to come eat, sample, whatever you want. We'll have about 20 different stations of food with people's so from different backgrounds, Asia, Africa, Europe, Latin America, it'll be absolutely phenomenal. Then the second hour will be the entertainment. Third hour will be just kind of relaxing, having fun, getting a chance to meet restaurant owners, other people interested in food, absolutely phenomenal. Save the date. Sunday, November 6th, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. at Moonlight Studios. Notes from the show notes. Please, everyone, come say hi. It'll be absolutely phenomenal. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast in iTunes, Pod Directory, or SoundCloud. That way, you'll get our latest episodes sent right to your device when they come out every week. For reference, those are all linked up right in the show notes. While you're in there, feel free to leave us a review. If you do, all I can say is two words. Endless gratitude. Writing reviews helps us understand how we can improve the podcast as we all continue along this fun adventure in fashion, fitness, and food. Thank you.